Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno, Brad, and Nick. What it do? You are listening to the QTB podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, and with me, very special episode. The boys of QTB are here, of course, and we got a special guest from Winner Winner. Ryan is here. How's it going, Ryan? Gosh. What's up, guys? Welcome. Thank yeah. You. Okay, so for those that don't know, Ryan, uh, you work with uh, with the marketing team here at Winner Winner. Yep. I mean, I, we, we could say, what do you do? I think the better question is, what don't you do here? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Not much. Well, <laughs> but you do it so well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the social media content, all that kind of stuff, you know, that's uh, that's where he's showing up. But we should probably clarify. Well, because I was going to say, you know why, why Ryan's here, right, Nick? Where, where are we? What? I was going to say, Ryan's yeah. always here. We're here. This yeah. is, that's the weird part. <laughs> Ryan lives down the hall. Yeah, basically in my house. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, if you're ever wondering, like, what, you know, if the claw machines can fit a human being, they can, and that's where he sleeps. Yeah. So, but, I mean, exactly. but to clarify for all the listeners, Nick, where are we at? What are we doing? We are at the Winner Winner headquarters in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. The first Woo! time, the first time ever that ever. all three of the QTB boys are in the same space at the same time, which is is, is wild when you think about it, right? That's 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 incredible. Yeah. It's it's been a long time. Uh, in the mix, and I didn't think it was going to be this soon. Right. But uh, because of Winter Winter, we were able to be out here together. So yeah. we have to give them a huge round of applause. Yes. Yes. That Thank you. Amazing. amazing. Thank you so much for having us out here. And of course, for those of you who don't know, Nick, give them a little rundown of uh, Winter Winter and the app, what you can expect. Um, as Brad mimes for the video, as he forgets, <laughs> we're not we're used also to... live on video. It's okay. It's you know, okay. I just yeah. you know, it's, we're all we're not. Here. I'm up here at the mic going. Because <laughs> when we're recording at home, you can't like I got the mic like right in my face, so I'm down here like typing and you know doing the oh. Watusi. Oh yeah, you know, when no one knows. No, they don't know. No, but now they do. Now they now do. They do. Yeah. Yeah. This is the this is the bare bones QTV podcast. You know, yeah. sans the the elaborate soundboard and obviously the multi camera production. You know, we're not shooting on 4K resolution mm-hmm. with the IMAX camera and James Cameron. Unfortunately, couldn't be here he to direct make it. this episode. He couldn't get make him. It. So yeah. He's getting he's ready work. for that, what, Avatar Avatar, yeah, Way of the Water? Yeah, yeah. he's ready, and you're he's ready for that, right? Come I am. On, like, let's be real. <laughs> well, I will tell you that while we may not have the full Bruno soundboard experience, we do have a little bit of a mobile soundboard, which means we do have stingers to move into our next segment. What you playing? Okay, so... The whatcha playing segment. Normally we talk. You like that? Yeah, you like yeah. that? I, I'm, I'm King moving. of segues, Nick. I'm moving. Um, so normally we talk about like what we've been playing like throughout the past week in video games. Obviously we've been pretty in the in the winner winner in Las Vegas life zone here. So the better question is, what did we literally just play during our our, our arcade trip? So part of this experience is that we have been uh, and we will be going to different arcades and hanging out here at the winner winner arcade to record content and do live streams. Uh, we just did a live stream. Uh, at 
at the New York, New yep. York Arcade uh, here in Vegas, which was awesome. So I figure, well, we'll talk about that, right? What did we play? Um, what did we win? We've got our prizes here that we brought home with us and just kind of talk about the the arcade experience, like what that was like. So, I mean, I guess, well, why don't we start with you, Ryan, because yeah. you're, our, you're our guest here, and I know you got a very special prize. So oh, how, yeah. how was your trip? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was good. Uh, we had, hands down, the most intense game of Deal or No Deal <laughs> I have ever played in my entire life. Was Meghan Markle there? <laughs> it, it felt like it. We had 200, which is the grand prize, and yeah. one. Left oh. on the board at the end. Unfortunately, we got one. Oh. And they, so they let you switch at the end, right? So you didn't take the deal. And then... No, we should have. They offered yeah. us 100, and we said, nah, we got this, yeah. and we didn't have it. So it was <laughs> it, you had the one in your briefcase? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did they offer, yeah. like Nick said, did they offer you to switch at the end? Not in the arcade version. Oh. The arcade version, they just they just give you what you got. Mm -hmm. But it, I've never had that happen before. It was amazing, besides the lost part. Um yeah, then. you can't get a lot for one ticket. No, one ticket yeah. is, is like humiliating. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't try to cheat the system by like <laughs> recording the. Have you seen guys do that? Yeah. We completely. So we pressed play, and then I don't. I don't remember if it was you guys or the other. Someone walked by, and then we were like we're watching you guys stream, and then we looked back and we're like. Oh, we're supposed to make our briefcase now. <laughs> so we went in blind. So the yeah. fact that we got that close, I mean, right? Yeah. So this mm -hmm. is why I only ended up with a little uh, ball shooter. It's so cute. We, should we let's let's test out the range here while we're because uh, you got the whole room here. All right. Not bad. You know, well, okay. Yeah. Better than I thought. It's like I, a solid like three feet. I you know. Oh no, that's like five feet. <laughs> I mean, it rolls though. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So maybe when there's less. Oh, okay, now it doesn't go. Go for the it door. It broke already. Oh, did you really break oh, it? Wait. Oh, okay. Okay. There so, it is. There yeah, it need is. That for TikTok four, feet, yeah. four and a half feet, looks like. Yeah. Boom, there we go. Precariously perched. There. I mean, yeah. it's definitely not the uh, the Nerf Howler, <laughs> no. you know, that oh, yeah. you, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Back in the day when they'd have, like, John Elway throw the ball and then, you know, Jimmy from across the street. Hey, Jim, see if you can throw one like Elway. Sure, I'll try. And then he throws it like, you know, three football fields. So. It's just howling like a storm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Was there anything else you played that you enjoyed, or was that the that was um, the highlight? That was for sure the highlight. Yeah. Uh, didn't win a single claw machine, unfortunately. Man. Yeah. Um, didn't have the touch today. Um, what else did we play? Um, the quick drop one. I almost got yeah. the jack. I got like forty nine, like four times. And yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we played that too. Uh -huh. I think. Uh, uh, I came in at with forty six. Yeah, yeah. I had the best yeah. score. Uh, yeah. And then Nick was at like forty two, and yeah. then Bruno was thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah, I tried yeah. to go for the quick. You know, I was yeah. to brrr, you know, and he then, misunderstood the instructions. Yeah, you now, go I, I didn't understand four, the assignment, yes. but yeah, yeah, fours, and then like one or two fives, mm -hmm. and that's how that's you all, get that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. I just didn't have it today. Didn't that have last touch. ball every time. Every time yeah. it gets. Yeah. I know where I had the touch, Nick. Tell them about it. The basketball shoot. Oh, my gosh. Your boy's the resident basketball shoot for QTB, and I set mm -hmm. the high score on them all the machines. It was the that's, high score across the board. That's when you know it's been a good day at the arcade when you set a high score on any machine. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. You're just like, Absolutely. I'm coming in. I'm leaving my, my initials on this. <laughs> you will forever remember that I am the man. Okay? So... <laughs> 
and, and, and we and we did we did a couple of comps with, with competitions with winner winner and I have to say I held our own for quit the bill on the basketball shoot set the high score yep. eighty six I'm just gonna toss it out there on a basketball uh, shoot yeah you wouldn't believe that that is that is Nick's favorite number <laughs> <laughs> really it's my number one. <laughs> Okay, there's a story. It's, it's not even a story. I don't even it was know. it was like a high school. I don't know. It was like a music. It class. was like a middle school or something. Whatever like it that. was yeah, we were... at, at Faith, where where the teacher had asked us to like pick a number one through ten, and I don't know. I was uh, I was a little just speedball of energy back in the day, and I just blurted out like in a eighty six. <laughs> and uh, ever since then, that's just it's been my stuck. number. Yeah. It's well, stuck. it came in handy today. That's mm-hmm. the high score on the New York, New York basketball shoot. And yeah, so whoever wants to come try to take that, take the crown, I, I encourage you, but I don't think you're going to do I it. I don't think it's going to happen. There was a guy that was giving Brad the eye after he set the high score coming uh-huh. up thinking, I'm going to do it on the Lakers. What did he machine. get? What did he yeah. get? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what did he I could tell once he started, you know, half shooting. I was like, "Oh, this guy doesn't have the touch." Right? Okay, this isn't. This Good isn't. Uh, this isn't. This isn't Jordan. This is Shaq at the yeah. free throw line. Here it is. Here okay. it is. That's how the New York New York was built. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Hey, yo. Amazing. Well, speaking of races, one of the races that we played that was really intense was that asphalt game. That was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I got whooped, okay? I was the only person that that chose to drive a McLaren because whenever I see a McLaren P1, I'm like... That's the that's my car. I'd like to have that in real life. It's mm-hmm. affordable in the terms of supercars, <laughs> like quote unquote. Yeah. Like it's not the Lambo, Relatively right? Speaking, like yeah. you know, it's it's like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars instead of seven hundred and fifty thousand. So that's why yeah. that's exactly why I took this. That's why winner winner swept <laughs> first, second, winner took and third, and yeah. they're all in Lambos. Yep. And so I I oh, knew man. it was the car choice from then. Yeah. I I. I did everything to keep keep up with them. Yeah. It just was not. I gave her all she had that day. <laughs> I here's here's where I knew that you were you were screwed. When I, I was talking to everybody before, and I went over to Alexa, um, and I was like, Alexa, do you, you know, how, how are you feeling? Who do you think's got this? And she was like, Rachel. And I'm like, why? She's like, oh, she's a huge racing fan. She loves F1. I'm like, oh, no, oh, he's, yeah. <laughs> Bruno's done. <laughs> Because he's, he's walking in there thinking I'm the racing guy, you know. Yeah, I'm the F1 fan mm-hmm. in the in the in the. Well, and and listen, Rachel, I got I got to give a shout out to her because even though she she did beat me in the arcade game, I would like a rematch with her on a real sim game that has wow. F1 cars. Okay, that is where we decide because we all know. Let's let's be honest. We all know that arcade machines aren't always. A, a level playing ground. Agreed. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to rematch yeah. then Bruno on Mario. Yeah. Of course, of course. We're yeah. talking about rematch. Of course, I knew I you were going to lose when no. you didn't choose uh, Bowser. I was like, he's out of here. <laughs> yeah, I got hose at the last second. <laughs> you got a boost. I didn't get one single boost. Like I was drifting around the track like it was Tokyo, baby. <laughs> I was. I was that. What's his name? Sean, but what's his name? Sean, that was in the... You're looking at me like I watch movies. <laughs> you know, I know that. I yeah. can't believe that that wasn't one of the ones that we watched on Gotta Watch. <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe one day, but yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, you missed it, Ryan. We had a, later, we did a, uh, a Mario Kart show down there in the back oh, of the arcade, nice. and it was salty. 
Yeah. It was, it was salty, you know. I tried to apply to provide some play by play commentary. Bruno was, is, Bruno was up most of the race. Yeah. I made a valiant comeback and I came around that last corner past Bruno and then Bruno hit a boost at the last uh-huh. second. Mm. And it well, was like it was it was like a neck and neck finish. Yeah. I was drifting around and I knew I was like, this is I saw him come over here and I was like, this is nothing. Watch yeah. this. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I got but, redemption on the hot wheel. Yeah, yeah. so I, that's true. That's yeah. true. See, that's one of the that's one of the reasons actually that I like our arcade racers i will i will be honest because for the most part when i and i'm not saying this to, to brag in any way but when i typically play the average person in a racing game i beat them you know so mario kart is the great equalizer yeah. or arcade racers the a great equalizer because that blue shell that bullet bill that star power can completely change the tide of a race and you know my wife has beaten me on mario kart now could right. she beat me on f1 mm-hmm. never not n- <laughs> no <laughs> never but cool. I'm not uh, when I play you in that like, with a controller and you've got a full sim rig. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let's, let, we're not talking apples to apples. Well, that's true. Okay. And, see, and we weren't playing apples to apples on asphalt. I should have chosen what uh, oh. what Rachel did. Yeah. Um, but I got to give her a shout out because she's a Max Verstappen fan, and so am I. So she says I've got the flag in uh, in my garage, and I'm like, oh, I've got it right behind. Yeah, you can probably but, see it on stream most of the time. It's yeah. up there. Um, but go. yeah, it's uh, that was that was a very very fun mm-hmm. uh, little piece there. Uh, now we did play some claw games, right? We did. We played quite a few. Yeah. So I, we, they did have one that we wanted to try. I don't know if you saw that huge one. The big one. That had and I've heard of these before, but I'd never seen it in person. Where it actually had a camera on the claw. Yeah. So it would it would aim down, so it gives you like it's the best possible chance of catching. You can make sure you don't have to worry about like looking around the sides. Like, am I lined up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it wasn't in service, and that happens a lot with arcades. Um, we yeah we came across uh, a pretty big strip of of claw machines that all kind of very small, very segmented, and they each had their own little prizes in there. And you know it, it, it was interesting when we were live streaming because we were like. You know, how, how do we compare this to winner winner, right? Yeah. And I mean, it, it, they they gave us a gimme because the actual machines, like every other time, you would try to like try to just put your just give Scan them money to play it. Yeah, you'd yeah. be like, oh, it didn't read, or oh, it froze, or it's like half the time, you know, it just wouldn't take it. And like, it, it, we're just sitting there, like, we want that prize, we can get uh, that yep. prize, but we can't. It won't let us. It won't play. let us play. Yep. So there was an immediate barrier to entry, or. The bigger claw machines, where uh, like like the the Pokemon ones, we we're trying to get the yeah. Squirtle, and I saw uh, and shout out to Claw Dude. We met uh, Claw Dude, um, um, and his wife as well, Cat, and of course Cedar Couple were uh, were at that uh, that event. And we'll be at the future events too. Um, that they were trying to get that Squirtle, and they were like, "Yeah, it's no good. It's no yeah. good." So we we you know you put it right over, you go down, and then the claw just just brushes off of Squirtle's head and just moves on. Um, I know you talk about this a lot uh, in your videos there on on TikTok because th- those machines are payout based, right? There's, yeah. there's there's no possible way you're going to win that prize until they say so. Yeah, I mean it's possible they aren't, but mm-hmm. I mean it sure felt like it. That Squirtle was not moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did one on it was like a, I think it was a elephant, and the, the claw just went. Yeah. Um you know, claw machines break a lot. Mm. That's what I've learned working here. So like yeah. But yeah. see, I th- for you know, for people who aren't uh, arcade savvy, what we mean by payout based is similar to like a, uh, a a jackpot pool or you know a slot machine pool rather, where the the machine is literally not going to function correctly mm-hmm. um, or or have any 
type of claw strength if it hasn't met the the token threshold or exactly, the yeah. the whatever the threshold is the payout you know threshold, the payout yeah. threshold yeah mm-hmm. exactly um, and and that's not the case with winner winner as we were before we even headed over to the arcade I was like oh, I'll jump on and play a f- few first game I played like one you know and it just goes to show you that uh, skill based is much more rewarding than mm-hmm. you know having to sit there and like inch something over you know yeah. for you know and pay like you're like oh my gosh okay yeah. it's a little closer this time right, it's pink. a litter to right, <laughs> cookie moves. monster yeah. yeah it felt a little stronger on that last one play <laughs> one more you I know? think it's ready to go yeah but yeah. we did win a couple didn't we well show them okay. show them what we got we won uh, quite a few things so we got we got a nice little uh, what, is, what is this this I don't is know, a, a squid squid, squid. squid. yeah Little squid, squid games, no, I'm kidding. And uh, Claudio was the one that tipped us off. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I think they were done playing, and they were like, hey, hey, you want to see something? And we came over to the squid machine, and like, that one right there, it's ready to go. Yeah. So sure enough, like two plays, and we had yep. it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Claudio yeah. has his one. claws. This, oh, was, this was Nick's first win, the Monsters, for oh. you uh, classic kids out there mm-hmm. who might have seen the original black and white show, um, and then Rob Zombie did a revival here right. soon. This okay. was uh, the first one that Nick got picked Joining up. Joining SpongeBob on the couch course. here. And then oh, man. we had a viewer on the TikTok live stream, because mm-hmm. we were live streaming this TikTok, uh, actually say, hey... Win me something and I'll and I'll uh, I'll donate on your stream. And Nick went over and dropped a dropped oh. a little click on there. The first try, nice. right? <laughs> Grab tails there, epic win. There you go. And yes. not only that, we also hit several jackpots. We hit ticket uh, jackpots. Well, so Nick, tell us about your favorite yeah. game. Okay. It has to be one of those, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So there were. I mean, I have a couple that were my favorites. Um, so we. Uh, as far as the ticket games go, there was the one where I, I knew. I walked up, I said, guys, I got this, yeah. which was pop the lock. So I um, I play a lot at uh, a local Dave & Buster's because they have like the half-price game Wednesdays, yeah. and I will go in there and like run the table. Like I promise you I will walk out with a prize that's more than what I put in, <laughs> in Dave & Buster's power. Like, they, they are losing money on me. <laughs> it's how it's I'll take be. the Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those simple, like, reflex-based games where it's just, like, you know, the, the, the little thing goes back and forth and you have to hit the button at a certain time, yep. but it goes faster, so you need a faster reaction speed. But it's completely fair. Like, there's no gotcha moment in that game. Um, so, yeah, the first time I was two away, and then I'm like, okay, I got I, we're, I'm dialed in now. And I got it. I got it on my second try. And what I didn't know is that every content creator there was was filming me. Claude was, <laughs> Claude was recording, and then the Cedar Couple was recording. I'm like, oh... I did. <laughs> um, it was perfect timing. It yeah, was. It was. Um, and I, I love machines like that. And I always, when I when I go to an arcade, if I have a chance to, I'll always try machines like that one that have a jackpot. Yeah. Because I want to know, like, okay, when you get to the very end, is there a real shot, or is it luck, or is it just impossible to reach? Like we tried that. Where's the ball game, right? And like the first, the first like five rounds, no problem. Yep. And then the sixth. And round. And I called it. I was like, "Yeah, they're yeah. gonna turn up the juice here." And sure enough, it's like <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a whole jam of juice <laughs> that they turned it up. Was, it just went to yeah. Yeah. speed. It was a complete guess. Nearly impossible yeah. to follow no along. Way. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just a one in six at that point. Right. Like, you just gotta guess. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, we also I, there were some other games we played where we did pretty well, but uh, the the jackpot that won us the most tickets was yours. Yeah. Because we were playing the uh, it's, it's one of those like hammer games 
where it's finesse though it's mm-hmm. finesse and i like that because it's not about how hard can you hit it it's about can you hit it exactly right because if you go too high it that bounces back down so you have to get it right up and the, the jackpot's at the very very tippy top light and so we you both did a couple tries there i teased it i got super close i was yeah. like two away and that got bruno invested and like he's like i can do this He's like, okay, scan me in, and what? It took you two tries. Two tries. Yeah, nice. tries. Delivered yeah. thousands, um, thousand ticket jackpot. Yeah, That's incredible, beautiful. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot of fun. Those types of things are really, you know, for me when I go into an arcade, I'm constantly looking at the claw machines. Is there an easy win, right. you know, that I can grab? Because mm-hmm. you can nudge them over. Most of the time, though, they're stuffed down so far to where I have no chance of, you know, pulling one out. Uh, but, you know, those types of games where you can win the tickets and just hit some type of jackpot, I, I tend to get lucky. I've done yep. the, the, the deal and no deal, yeah. you know, bit and hit the right. jackpot on there. And, uh, you know, there's there's so many things now on YouTube where, like, Mark Rober, you know, very, very famous mm-hmm. uh, ex-NASA engineer, he's done tons of glitter bomb videos and whatnot for around the holidays. He ends up doing uh, uh, arcade science and scans and how, you know, what you can win and what you literally can't. And there are times where these games, you think they're Mm skill-based, but they're slightly, especially the one that has the... The cyclone. Yeah, the the Mm -hmm. light that goes around and and you're like, oh yeah, I can nail this. Nope. He does a machine that like literally can read it and hit and it skips. It skipped, yeah. And it was able to calibrate it to be like, okay, well, maybe I'm a little fast, and then no, it's... Nope. It after a certain yeah, a certain yeah. number of plays have to occur before it'll even allow it to happen. Or, or the ladder one that you, yeah. at carnivals where you have to like climb up the ladder that's like, and then it spins on you at the last second. Yeah, it's, it's a, there's a lot of ones that they're yeah. they're designed like with the physics to just totally. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's the interesting thing I think about this particular arcade that we went to. Now I feel I feel like there are two two camps of arcades that you can be in. There is the classic arcade that's for the gamer. Right, mm-hmm. they've got all the classic arcade games in there, like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. They've got you know Ninja Turtles and Pac Man, and then you've got the uh, win based uh, games and mm-hmm. win based arcades where they want like Dave and Buster's, yeah. right? Where they want you to win these tickets and stuff so that you can spend them uh, at their prize shop or whatever it may be. Yeah. And so uh, it's it's really interesting when you see something that has such a huge library of things that you can purchase. And then not only that, so many different actually like ticket based games and realize there are so many ticket based games, right? Like well, yeah. we came here with another fun prize that, uh, with our oh, tickets. Oh yeah. So we got to show them what we, uh, what we won here. Okay. Okay. We got a pretty good haul. I'm not going to lie. Did. We did yeah. Pretty good haul. Okay, so we got the, uh, the Unicorn Ring Toss game. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, this is not part of the prize. That's, that's, <laughs> that's recording equipment. Yes. Okay, so it's it's pretty cool. You uh, you put this on right here, and then you get to be uh, a beautiful unicorn. So Nick and for our podcast yeah, listeners at home, he's got on a headband, but looks like yeah. a girl's, with a, a unicorn, little girl's headband. A little, with a unicorn horn. With a unicorn horn. You've got these little pink rings yeah. that you... 
and that you yeah little pink rings that you just try and throw <laughs> and beautiful. and nail on the uh, on the horn. And there. your boy on the live today landed the second shot. toss, landed yeah. it right on Nick's head. We I, nothing. Wait, yeah, yeah. I, especially after you started shooting threes. Yeah, you know, in in the winter winter warehouse with yeah, the I was uh, going behind <laughs> machine, just like making it rain. I think I hit one on a uh, Claude dude's. Uh, uh, recording earlier. Oh, did yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was on there. Mm-hmm. Which you know, it's just been a great day of collaboration, being up for us to collaborate with other people, yeah. see the see the warehouse, and you know, just be a part of of uh, uh, Winter Winter. It shows this. you how great Winter Winter is as our sponsor. Yeah, when it's come out here and getting to be a part of of what they do each and every day. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And and we see you, Ryan all the time. You know, you you got to have fun on the TikTok. Do you ever oh, yeah. do, I mean like do they do they ever say no, let's let's rein it back or they just give you like, you know, go wild, buddy. <laughs> I genuinely don't think my boss watches our TikTok <laughs> because sometimes I'll post stuff and I'm like, I don't know if I should have posted that, and then I never hear anything. Right. So I just keep going. <laughs> sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness than for exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if my boss is listening, uh, don't watch our TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the videos of you giving away prizes, and I'm just being like, you know, oh, boss isn't here. Time to give away yeah. wins. It's just like, oh man, you know, sooner. Well, but that's the beauty of Winter Winter and playing on the app, right, is there's someone there all the time. They're being attended to, they're being monitored, they're being watched because they want you to win and enjoy the experience. It's not like just a claw machine that breaks down or has an error that we saw today that there's no one there to really help you enjoy that experience. It's just like you walk away feeling disappointed. But with Winter Winter, there's always... You're always going to enjoy it when you play. Yeah, and not only that, you're you're going to have the opportunity to have you know some some extra luck in there, right? Like you're never going to have an arcade employee that came over and saw you almost miss an arcade you know yeah. uh, claw machine and be like, "Well, you gave it your all, and I, I, I I'm feeling generous today, so I'm going to open up the machine and let you have it." <laughs> yeah. It's never going to yeah, happen no. at all. <laughs> no. Stacy behind the counter is on her smart smartphone. And on, and on. On the tweeters. She's yeah. just not yeah. here. today at the prize counter even zoned out on us. <laughs> she did. Yeah. We lost like, her. Can, can I have that? And she's... She was Cedar yeah. Couple won so many tickets that the ticket machine stopped working. Wow. And they had five different employees come and wow. like look at the machine and then just walk away. <laughs> and I, I left because I had to get back here. I, I So I don't know what the resolution of that oh, was. Okay. Like, there may have been more people. They were still know. waiting at the ticket machine. So, yeah. so it left. wasn't even yeah. the ticket machine. It was that one Coinbase game was spitting out action cards. Yeah. Right. Superhero action cards that would could be redeemed for ticket value. And so different superheroes are worth different ticket mm-hmm. values. Mm-hmm. And I think they had they had a fat stack oh, of cards. Oh, he literally demolished he was, that he game. He was just yeah. in the zone. And I think they had so many that it just like it like it got stuck. Yeah. Like it, it maybe the like the the inside stock got too full and backed up. Right. Like it just I think the machine may have just thought they were like lying at some point because they put so many <laughs> the security in. measure was yeah. triggered. Yeah. That's that's how I felt when we were at the claw machines. I felt like there was mm-hmm. some security thing that Time was basically yeah, yeah, like basically saying like no, you can only play the machines once every two yeah. to three minutes or whatever. And that was annoying as well because we yeah. you know we'd go down the line and it's like well I don't want you know I might not want this random 
uh, squid, I might want the tails, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's something that really stuck out to me. It became frustrating because I was like, you know. I thought Nick was cursed for a little while. <laughs> we did. Well, Nick as soon as like, started it, it wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. But, uh, I mean, hey, great place to go ahead and just go ahead and get our uh, our ad read in here because obviously we're, we're brought to you by Winner Winner. Woo! Okay. Not, I mean, not just this guy, but yeah. the, every, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, the whole family. Correct. <laughs> yes. So, guys, as always, make sure to check out the uh, the download app, uh, the, the download link for that in the show notes for this or in the description on YouTube. Check it out because your first win is free. One of the coolest things about playing on Winner yeah. Winner is that if you have a new account, it's always cool when we do like live streams or sponsored things and people say, hey, I'm going to go I'm gonna go download the game. And I'm like, okay, let me come back and let me know when you win so I know when you get the prize. And they're back like two minutes later, like, Got it. I want it. Yep, Got I want it. it. Yep. Doesn't <laughs> take long. Um, uh, because it really is that easy. And uh, we haven't released it yet. Uh, maybe as, yeah, as, t- as of the time that this will be published, we won't have released it. But we are working on a new jingle that kind of talks about how easy it is yeah. to use Winner Winner uh, and win prizes on Winner Winner. Which uh, it just it separates them from all the, uh, the, the other competition, I think. Especially in the digital claw machine space. Because every game you play... You have that chance to win. I was yeah. I was sold on it the first time when we, when we, we first started uh, uh, getting sponsored, and I, I went on there and I got some tokens. I'm like, okay, let me check this out. Let me see what what it's all about. I go into the treasure chest machine with the blue uh, chests, and I uh, I played for like a like thirty five dollar uh, Switch gift card. Yeah, I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna get this yeah. first try. That's why when I did the first jingle, I'm like, I, I won this on my first try. I actually show the footage in the background of me uh, dropping that yeah. prize mm-hmm. because I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I literally just won a $35 prize yep. with one play that was, you know, the, the coin equivalent of that was nowhere near what that was worth. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it wasn't like a special setup. It was just, you know, some boxes laying around. It, well, you know what makes it really fun and, and I think helps you get really have a great chance at winning, though, is the camera options in the app. When yeah. you're playing a live mm-hmm. yeah. game to be able to rotate camera views, how many times you go, like today we went to a, a live arcade and you're playing the middle machine and you can't mm-hmm. see around can't it. See around it. it. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You've got one, you, your depth perception, you can't really tell. So you're just kind of winging it, right? Yeah. All the claw games on one winner, there's multiple camera angles. You can really get your feel like you're getting a good position on where you want to drop your claw. And I feel like that really helps at least me be successful in, in, in winning multiple times. I've won many times on the app. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, for all of our viewers and listeners, don't forget that in addition to using our link to download the game and play until you win for free, you can also go to pay.app.winnerwinner.com. That link is also in the description. Uh, it's the best way to recharge your tokens. You yep. get more tokens than if you do on the app. But if you use promo code DALE, he's going to give you a sweet deal and increase the tokens <laughs> that you get up to a bonus 30%. Nice. You can't beat that. Thanks, Dale. Yeah. We appreciate you. Coming in you hot. You know, he's got to do something in, post, in, the, in a post Kirby Balls landscape, yeah. you know? I'm, I'm glad he's still out there hustling. <laughs> I really, I, I like to see the hustle. I mean, he is the CEO of Target now, but yeah. I mean, it's... You know, he's still aspiring to help out the help out the little guy. Yeah, yeah. that's that's important. You gotta you gotta remember your roots and where that's you right. came from. Okay, that's it's, right. It's important to stay humble. It is. <laughs> it is. All right. So yes, thanks as always to our friends at Winner Winner who are right here. We say that. Hey, that's one of them. Yeah. That's one of them. All right. So our next segment, we're saying arcade game. Top five. Okay, so Arcade Goats is the name of the game. That's the name of the episode. So what we're doing now is we're going to go around the room here and just talk about our top personal games. Yep. Maybe maybe you don't have five. I don't know. Ryan has come prepared. He's got a list written yeah, out, which is probably yeah. good because I usually just wing it. So go ahead, yeah, man. Yeah, let's start with the guy who came prepared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, 
So, top five. From number five, the quick drop one, which we talked about earlier okay. with the five balls. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just, that, this is the first time I've seen that. Really. Yeah. And yeah. if you're good at that, it's exactly like um, you were saying with Pop Vlog. You could win, win every, every time. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. once you figure it out. Uh, Crazy Tower, which they didn't have one today, but it looks like a little pyramid. And then you basically just have to build a little tower. It's, oh, it's similar yeah. to the one in our app. The app. Yeah, I've seen um, you play that. It's, it's, it's almost like a holographic like projection. Yeah, David yeah. Buster's always has it. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. another one where if you get good at which that one I'm very good mm-hmm. at. Like, um, And you just got to get like 50 high and it gets thinner if you miss. Right. Um, crossy Road. Solid. That's fun. just fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that one needs explanation. Mm-hmm. There's one. I don't, I don't know if they had it where it's a piano. And, like, the keys go, and it's as fast as you can go. They had it, yeah. They did? Oh, I didn't see it. I set the high score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I did. wish I was... I am so good at that game. Oh! <laughs> like, okay, then you gotta go back. Yeah. High record, 72. Oh, that's yeah, not you'll beat it. Round one in Dave and Buster's here in town. Whenever I go, whole screen. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Um, okay. And then Claw Machines, number one. Definitely not pandering... Uh, I do genuinely enjoy, especially like UFO machines specifically. Yes. Just because, I mean, claw machines are a lot of fun, but they're all pretty much the same. You know, you pick up the right, prize right, right. and then, or, well, with UFO machines, which we do have some, they're always different. You never know. Like, mm-hmm. it's all about figuring out like the puzzle almost. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that you have here, um, I don't see a lot of these in, in arcades, but I like the ones where it's like you actually have to get like a ball down a course yeah. or get a rate, you get one of the cars across the finish line. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, round one usually has more yeah. the UFO machines than anywhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are very unique in that like, it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's a prize on some bars and you have to get it in between or yeah. it's, just, it's like one prize that's like in a certain position, like the Yoshi that you have that you have mm-hmm. to figure out how do I get this Yoshi off the platform. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a unique challenge um, that yeah most claw machines don't don't really provide. So okay, yeah. obviously claw machines are number one. Yeah. I mean, if you're working at winner winner for you know yeah, you better like them. <laughs> Occasionally, the the whole office here will go to round one, like just for like a little group outing, and we'll just clear out the <laughs> like the UFO machines, like mm-hmm. to the point where the workers start kind of like shoving them in because like we just we've cleared them out like six times <laughs> yeah nice. <laughs> they start making them impossible so that they can, like, <laughs> yeah they have to right yeah. that's funny okay uh so those are your top five there All right well brad uh, i'm gonna kick it over to you nick i feel like you've got some good you can bounce off of that i feel like you've got some perspective there to add okay okay so if I'm going top five, let me let me go to like I'm gonna work my I'm gonna go from top to bottom because oh. I, I I do better that way. Um, so my number Wait, one flip it and reverse it. Little Miss Elliot. Yeah, like exactly. It. That's what they say. <laughs> like That's what it. they say. My number one arcade game of all time. I've gotta give it to the Simpsons arcade mm, because yeah. you know I I think about like the the this the glory days of like the '90s arcade when the night when really the arcade industry was in decline, but yeah. like great games were still getting produced. And the Simpsons Arcade was right up there because a good arcade beat em up. There's nothing quite like it. Um, you know, so many games these days are paying homage to that era, like the new uh, Turtles game, right? Oh, yeah, and doing a great job at, at that, right? Masterclass, yeah. that game is. It, it's a love letter to beat-em-ups if you haven't played it. Streets of Rage, the new game they put out, yeah. is, is a love letter to beat-em-ups. Um, but, you know, the Simpsons Arcade, was it was so... It was, it was nothing like it. Like, the color of the cabinet, it was, like, that light blue skyline. Oh, you know, yeah. The Simpsons. It, you, you, you would hear the Simpsons uh, uh, theme song, right? Yep. The harp, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning um, when you walk by it. So that would get your attention. And 
you know, an, an IP like that, you don't really associate with a beat em up. You know, usually yeah. it was like X Men, which is also on my list. X Men or uh, any kind of like Marvel superheroes, yeah. that kind of thing. So for like The Simpsons, it's like, huh. You know, like the first time that you see it, um, and everybody knows The Simpsons, so it's so recognizable. I just know that any time, you know, when, when people were still visiting the small, you know, like mall arcades that, that were around, um, that someone was playing The Simpsons, it was very likely that someone else would walk up to this thing and start playing it with you. Yeah. Which is one of the best parts about arcades was that mm-hmm. that social aspect of being able to join in on a co-op game at any point yeah. and kind of back up someone else. That's um, how I feel about X-Men. Yeah. Uh, the X-Men's on my list, too. I heard, me, I heard, me, I heard you mention oh, that. Oh, definitely. X-Men, yeah. for me, the nostalgia for that and going and playing that and having it be kind of that like mm-hmm. half-hexagon type of, of, of seating, and then like you got five players, I think. You have Wolverine, Cyclops. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else was on that game. Was Storm. I was, yeah. Storm. Uh, I was always Wolverine. Like yeah. that was that oh, was my yeah. go-to guy. Right. You know, and and the, but that Nightcrawler, that, I think, yeah. was yeah. there. Yeah, there were you know, the, and Cyclops, I think maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that that type of co-op experience, but you could join back in too if you had quarters. You could always get yeah. back in. There was yeah. never like, oh, I'm done. Like, and you're down to one person. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, the, the the Simpsons was awesome for that reason. Um, number two, <clears throat> probably gonna be Pac-Man, um, because it's Pac-Man. Like. Yeah. I, you know, it it wasn't a game that I was around for, like, the heyday of it, but um, I've been playing so much of the Namco Museum Collection that, um, you know, the classic Pac-Man's on there, and the more that I played it and started to get good at it, the more I really appreciated that era of arcade gaming, where, like, if you were skilled at a game... You could play that game for hours yeah. mm-hmm. until until the game would literally break when you'd have yep. what they call the kill screen, which yep. is because the yep. game literally glitched out and wouldn't allow you to yeah. progress. They didn't think anybody would get that far. <laughs> um, that um, it was very much it's 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 a, a, a the golden example of that merit based gaming era that that existed where uh, the better that you were at a game, the longer that you got to play it. Most games these days really don't function that no, way. You might get more all. tickets um, or uh, you know, a, a fancier ending screen, but for the most part, you know, it didn't really result in a longer game. No, and even even mm-hmm. shooters in general nowadays, there's, yeah. there's so many... You know, I, I look at things like uh, Halo Fire Team and then Time Crisis, and there's so many projectiles that come at you at one point that there's no way for you to dodge it. Like, right. you are, yeah. you're going to get hit. So they do everything in their, in, in their capability to, to get you to put more quarters, mm-hmm. you know, in the final, final thing. And you're right. You know, you could, you know, if you want to go and play uh, Donkey Kong to this day, you can just play it. Yeah. But most people can't get past the first level. It's, it's that, that hard. hard. Yeah. 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 And I mean, well, it gives you a lot of respect for the people that can. And I was saying, yeah. since you mentioned Pac-Man being number two on your list, we had a pretty healthy competition today on the Pac-Man. Yeah! yeah. Pac-Man. What was so... Tell, tell them about it. Yeah, so it's called Pac-Man Battle Royale. Um, and that was... Okay, I, I did have a bit of an advantage. I didn't win, but that game is also on that Namco collection. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I knew, like, the format of, like, how it works. Um, but playing it with an actual joystick was a completely well, different experience. So we had so hard. Yeah. three of the four of, of the competitors in, are here today. Mm-hmm. It's you, true. Bruno, Ryan, and then uh, Murphy. Murphy, Murphy yeah, Murphy's from, there. From yeah. Winner Winner. So we had a healthy Winner Winner Quit the Build competition. Yep. And yep. it was yep. it five rounds? Yeah. Five rounds, and we each won the first four. Yep. And the game always has five rounds no matter what you do. So, so we, it came down to the final yeah. round yeah. to yeah. find the winner. Yeah. Yep, and that was uh, this guy right here. Hey! 
this guy. Came back. So the you know everyone else had won their the first three games, and I'm sitting here with the with the zero. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and supposed to be Mister you know Mister Quit the Bill, even though we've got we've given you that name <laughs> really. You know, the guy who started it all, Mister Video Games over here, doesn't even have a win, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't have a win, and so uh, you know, I outlasted the last two rounds as a yeah. battle royale, and so I just played the clock and let the ghosts do the do the, the hard work. work. Yeah. Yep, and it, you know, but you were right, right? Like the the joystick was much different. It was, it wasn't. It wasn't right. Something was no. off. Like I would, I would press <laughs> down and it wouldn't go down. And mm-hmm. so, to me, it, part of that skill was learning the, um, you the know, the actual joystick of it, which is again one of those things that you know really haunts a good arcade. Yep. yep. Right. Like that's the worst when you go in and you're like, man, this joystick's busted. Yeah. Or it's mm-hmm. not, it just doesn't catch right. Like, it's not at optimal anymore because it's been slammed so many times. And I felt bad, but that was the only way I could move was to, like, absolutely smack wow. that joystick. <laughs> like, that was the only way it was working. So I was right. hitting it so hard. Just exacerbating like, the fix. Yeah, problem. exactly. Whatever yeah. the issue was, I apologize. I could, care- <laughs> I could care less if I break it more if I win. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, I still lost. So. <laughs> Didn't amount to anything. No. Yeah. But no, just like simple uh, Pac-Man yeah. is, is really where it's at. There's been so many variations, and they had a lot of them there yeah, at the like arcade. Them. But you just can't go wrong with uh, with the classic Pac-Man experience uh, from my perspective. Um, as far as other games go, I'm going to give Claw Machines number three on my list because and I'll, I'll tell you why I, I like Claw Machines over, over most of the other prize-based arcade uh, systems, which is that you know what you're going to get if you drop the prize. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, most of the time, you know, it, it's the whole system of like, okay, you're playing with our currency, right? You turn your dollars into our dollars, our, cur- our token currency or whatever, and then now you've got to convert that to a prize, and who knows if you're getting your money's worth or not. Whereas, you know, if, if I'm playing a dollar per play on a, on a claw machine, you know, I know, okay, if I get this thing in like five tries, I'm actually getting a pretty good deal on, yeah. on, the, on the item that's in mm-hmm. there. Um, and once you're able to ID the claw machines that actually give you a chance every play, and they exist, you just, you know, once or twice you'll know. Um, it's it's way better to be like, okay, if I drop that prize, I'm going to get that prize. Now, I think Winner Winner takes that one step further because, you know, it, it, it would be cool if, if arcades could do this, but there's no way they would where you yeah. drop a prize and it's like, okay, you know, you can take the prize or you can take like 500 tickets. Yeah. You know, your choice. Yeah, that's, that's um, a really cool Yeah, because you know, if you like playing claw machines, but maybe you want a different prize, why not offer that conversion it, rate? It basically is like, it t- it's combining tickets and prizes in one, right? Like, you have the option to really choose what you want to do with what you win, which is incredible to have that flexibility. It's really, really not awesome feature. Mm -hmm. And you find a claw you're really good at. (laughs) Yeah play no matter what's on it and then just take the tickets you know that's right like, shout out to all of our uh, our skull a uh, skull machine players yeah. skull digger yeah <laughs> that uh that watch that machine you know who you are yeah we don't need to name names <laughs> i spent I, it, it's funny because uh, when we first landed i was the first one to land here and uh, uh brad had to check us into the hotel so i, I ended up like kind of camping out here at winter winter for like a good five hours um, and towards the end there, I was bored, so I was just going in and, like, you know, resetting the machines. And then the skull machine was, you know, knocked over, so I, I set up all the skulls. And then someone on Discord is, like, t- they immediately posts a picture and is like, 
who set these skulls up? It's immaculate. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that was me. And they're like, yeah, great work, great yeah. work. Everyone's talking about my skull setup work. Nice. Because you know? I, I was very OCD it was about very, it. Very proper, yeah. I was yeah. noticing that, you know, even today, you redid it, it again. Yes. Perfect, like, wow. thank you. Sounds like you got a calling. I mean, setting up machines, who knew? <laughs> I should have worked in a bowling alley. Except, except for <laughs> I hear most of them have, like, missing fingers. So we, <laughs> listen, listen, we know you have a tarnished reputation and, and, and feeling towards bowling alleys in general because they revoked your eighth place trophy? That's, eighth place? That is correct. Yeah. I'm sure we've talked about this at some point, but we need to, well, we need to it's let Ryan been, know. It's been how many episodes? We already talked with Brad about this. Yes. It's pre-Brad that this story okay. happened. So Nick and I used to bowl in a league together okay. at a very dinky, the only bowling league, or the only bowling alley, uh, I want to say in the state, but that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, it's definitely the only bowling uh, alley in our area and mm-hmm. uh, they gave you know of course they gave trophies at the end of the season it was just more of eighth like place, you know, yeah, yeah. Eight, eighth <laughs> place you could tell they were giving some petition yeah. <laughs> there were only eight teams in general I don't yeah. think we beat anybody yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we were called the gutter balls yeah. um, you know and, and I I I uh, I was on the team for quite some time with Nick, yeah. but I uh, eventually stopped, and you kept going, right? I, I and went it went further. downhill from there. After <laughs> I left, it all went downhill. It got pretty bad. And I mean, Ryan, when I say, like, think of, like, the seediest bowling alley you can imagine, and then just add one more layer oh, of, no. like, of, like, unfiltered camel I'll, cigarette oh, ashes. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Okay. The guy behind the counter who's supposed to drill the holes, okay, yeah. Had alcohol on his breath. Yeah. And my poor nephew went in there with a brand new ball he got for Christmas. And he was oh. like, I'm going to get it drilled. And he's left-handed. So you'd think that they drilled it for a right-handed person. Oh. <laughs> little Timmy. Oh. oh. Poor Jack. That's his yeah. name. Yeah, That's right? a shame. Um, so, yeah, we uh, we had a – this was the last season I played. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. Um, that we had a last place trophy and they gave us the trophy, but we had more teams than I thought. I want to say it was like 12th place. And I think maybe we beat one team. Maybe we didn't. Who cares? Um, but we got a trophy for it and it was a cheap, dumb little trophy. Like it couldn't have been worth more than like $12 of like what it cost the manufacturer to produce this thing. So uh, a couple, maybe like a week or so goes by. And he's reveling in his his, oh, his yeah. eighth place. I win. just really feel like I accomplished something. Yeah. You know, he beat yeah. out those four other teams and he is uh, just yeah. really thinking With about my massive handicap. You know, yeah, touring, going on the circuit. Hey. Yeah. The ha- you need a handicap though, because when you came in clutch, you really came in clutch. Right. Um and so what ends up happening is that we have um a call that comes in from winner uh, not from winner winner. <laughs> not from you guys, from the bowling alley. And they're like, hey, you know, we have, um, we have there, was a, there was a misunderstanding, there was a miscommunication. Uh, you weren't supposed to get a trophy. So we need you to, we need you to give the trophy back. Um, and so that's exactly what happened is we ended up uh, returning this trophy. Eighth place, um, eighth place. Could you imagine making that phone call? Yeah. How awkward of a co- phone yeah. call is it? Excuse me. Uh, I'm going to need to speak to uh, Mr. Nick. I'm, yeah, okay. This is the eighth place winner from the Pikeside Bowling Gutter Balls team. Fantastic. Okay, well, I, I'm sorry I have to call you today. This is really unfortunate circumstances, but we're going to need that eighth place trophy back. Yeah, you weren't supposed and to get that. 
Um, we we need it ASAP. Yeah. So if you could run it in by the end of the day, that would be fantastic. <laughs> because there's someone here more deserving of this eighth place than you. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. Could um, you imagine? Like literally, yeah. there's someone more deserving <laughs> of this eighth place trophy. Here you go, kid. Yeah. How like, waiting is that for a kid? Like, I don't know. Yes. You're getting your eighth place trophy revoked. Wow. That was my last season at Pikeside Bowl. So. <laughs> I would imagine, yeah. There's no coming back. <laughs> no, there's not. Um, so oh, that's, that's, that's the Yeah, that's the Pikeside story. <laughs> it's really bad. It was a cheap plastic I know what I'm trophy. I'm you for Christmas. Yes. The gutter balls. Consolation. Eighth place I'm with a little asterisk. <laughs> eighth, yeah, eighth place asterisk. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, wow. A fun tangent there. Um, but you know, Worth it's it. uh, so as far as my uh, my top five, I gave three there. I mean, for the other ones, I I would say any any skill based game that I know I'm good at. Um, it's one that you wouldn't probably. I was gonna say DDR. You gotta have DDR. Okay, I'll, I'll put it on the list. Yeah, I was I'll, gonna I'll say why is that four. on there? Yeah, so I, I, for whatever reason, I don't really associate DDR with as like an arcade game, even though I played it so much in the arcades. Probably because I, I just played it at home so often afterwards yeah. that you know, because you're you're losing money. Well, it's kind of like when we saw Fruit Ninja today in Temple Run, right? Like they when Gated. they were taking they mm-hmm. were taking mobile games and yeah. then making them into them, yeah. arcade experiences. It was kind right. of weird. Like I played that on my phone. I don't really need to play this. Mm-hmm. A big thing. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah, yeah. You said DDR isn't necessarily an arcade game. There is a culture of DDR players. Mm-hmm. It's intense. I went to Dave and Buster's one time. This yeah. guy came in sweatband. He had a cooler with him. Mm-hmm. Went and hours. Yeah, just on the DDR Max machine, pulling out Gatorades and. Oh like, yeah, it was amazing. So back in our uh, in our prime. Um, that's exactly what I did. Like yeah. I was, I was at the arcade playing because I played at home so much, and they finally got a DDR machine at nice. our arcade, and I was ready to go. I said, "Let's go!" Yeah, to it. It was in the um, Martinsburg Mall. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. No longer standing. No it's longer now a standing. So did you have one of those yeah. plug-in mess <laughs> no at home? Um, yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Um, okay. and yeah, that was it. Like, and there was a whole culture around it. Like, yeah. you know, you would, and I made a lot of friends. You know, oh, through I'm that, sure. that I still are, are, are friends to this day. Um, so, and that, 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 that game was the only thing keeping me from, you know, sort of not being overweight, like in my teenage years, like I, oh, I yeah. was sweating off the pounds. I played uh, DDR too. It didn't do crap for yeah. me. I'm, yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I mean, Nick was better at me at DDR, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it we were playing on there. easy <laughs> mode. It was only like intense. Oh, he can. That's the thing. If, if you've never, that's one of his hidden talents. I would Wow. Say, and Nick is is any rhythm based game, and that's why he said that instead of just DDR. Yeah. Uh, but DDR, I think, is one of the ones that he just if if it's if there's a machine there, it's impressive to watch him. Now he he hasn't done it in many years, so I'm sure I don't think you'd go oh. straight for max three hundred, no. right? So, <laughs> it's like riding a bike. Just like better not. Basketball. Yeah, you just got to dust off the rust a little, but it's yeah. still there. <laughs> It'll be maximum uh, displaced hip. Yeah. Well, he utilized. Throw a disc, throw a disc yeah. out in his back, um, and you, you know. utilize the bars. You were, yeah, you had bar, to. Yeah. The hustle was hard. You had to use the yep. bar because you need you need to be able to just, like leverage. stabilize and also like you know, like they expend less energy per step. Now I, I, I I'm serious. That was it. It really no, was science. I yeah. agree with you. That's awesome. He's looking at the caloric intake of each <laughs> yeah. of each step, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna need to really." I gotta keep of, my heart rate yeah. at one ten for this. Right. 
There is one that literally has a heartbeat in the yes. back. Is it with a healing vision? Is one it? of them, yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, love that. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I, I've kind of come to expect because my understanding is we're going to the Excalibur uh, Hotels Arcade tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's a bigger arcade. Yes. So I'm I'm pretty sure oh. I'm going to run into one of these machines and I'm going to be forced to. That, yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. So I'm, we'll just I'm make prepared. sure to stretch before we go. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if it doesn't, we're going around one because they got a whole wall of them. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it is impressive. I always like to see Nick play any rhythm-based game. Like he said, he did the piano one right there and instantly set the high score, you know, after the after his first try to get the to get the uh, the hang of it or whatever. And That's so, awesome. uh, you know, we played guitar here. I brought us down because I was expecting the bass part and got the rhythm guitar part, which I definitely <laughs> didn't like. He, he, he did not carry that team. <laughs> Really no, what was entertaining was yeah. watching the discussion of like, okay, I'll take the bass, you take yeah. the lead, yeah. and then it completely not being selected that way, and you were both like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and we're all and you guys both knew at that point. It was downhill. You, yeah, it, it was, was over. <laughs> you guys were in the red for We didn't paint it black. We, we painted it red. It. In your defense, I walked by while you guys were playing that, and it sounded like just a trombone through the speaker. <laughs> that the speaker, speaker was blown. It was. It yeah. was. So yeah. I don't know how you're supposed to like keep rhythm, which is like... <laughs> yeah. It sounded like the kazoo version of Painted Black. Trombone champ. Literally trombone champ. Our viewers today on the live, though, picked it up. They knew it. They, they saw knew it. it, yeah. That's good good on them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. So those are my, uh, my arcade picks. Bruno, what do you got? Well, I'll keep it. I'll keep it short and simple. Yeah. I gotta say, I definitely think that Simpsons and X Men are up there. Yeah. You know, and I'll throw in because um, I know that um, you didn't quite hit it, but any of the of uh, the Ninja Turtles oh, games, yeah, I'm really uh, drawn to those instantly. Um, now, I feel like everyone has their preferred fighter game. Right. right, like if you're a Street Fighter fan or if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, I was always into Virtua Fighter. Mm-hmm. So if there's a Virtua Fighter machine out there, I definitely am flocking towards that. Um, and then of course I love all the light gun games like Time Crisis mm-hmm. and um, you know even the new Halo Fire Team uh, is, yeah. is is a really great experience, but. I always want to go home with some type of prize, mm-hmm. right? And I would much rather try my luck at a claw machine getting a plushie that I want versus like overpaying, you know, or or not getting something from the prize Mm -hmm. wall that, you know, like when we went and we had to like, you know, spend a jackpot's worth on jelly beans. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which by the way, way, we'll get you later. So we got the one thing we did with our leftover tickets, which was like 400, we got some of uh, Bernie Bot's beans. Nice. So it can Every be flavor. it can be anything. Like there's uh, there's tutti fruity, vomit, oh. all your uh, all your Dirty favorites sock. are here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this will probably be content at some point. Yes, yes. you'll yeah. definitely see that. Uh, you know, I think those those are my fa- and I, I I'm gonna throw this out there too. Um, pinball machines. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. grown to love pinball sh- pinball machines because of my wife. She and her dad would go to the arcade and play them, and um, they would play together. And so a lot of people are, um, you know, they, they didn't realize that you could play co-op pinball games, and you can. You each take a flipper, and it becomes this co-op experience. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, instead of you playing one, and so my wife and I always play 
pinball machines whenever we can find one there's we always and so that's her favorite and and we each take a flipper and really try and get as far as we can and it's just it's a really fun way to turn a what it should be a single player game into a co-op experience and yeah. say hey you know especially if you've got like a little kid you yeah. know you know yeah we've got nick and brad over here with toddlers and i've got a uh, newborn as well and you know having them be in control of one flipper is a great way mm-hmm. to get them in the mix um but you know if i have to hit a classic arcade game nick you hit pac-man i'm gonna say donkey kong donkey kong for that one i think it's so hard the first level is so hard Mm -hmm. i always can get up to the top but i can never get past that that very very Mm -hmm. top one and then there's chances where i can and man it's just so rewarding when Mm -hmm. you get those like any of the old arcade games because they're so hard frogger anything it's it's very it's deceptively simple right like you're like this Mm -hmm. is easy you know i can do this yeah but uh you know that's that's pretty much it for me about brad i know i I stole your x-men one but you gotta have more on there so i I, i'll keep it short but i I got two so besides as we saw today i'm i love the physical Arcade game, so basketball, shoot, football, throw. I mean, I was setting some high scores today. That's kind of my wheelhouse. The first time I ever played this game was at an arcade was Crazy Taxi. Oh, yeah. You know, that for me was such a cool experience, and there was always a line for that game because it was that concept of, like, it being a racing game and you're fighting time, but it wasn't competing against other people. It was competing with yourself and how quickly you could get people to where they wanted to go and every map you had to learn the map to know where there's shortcuts or like you know and they did give you the arrows to help but there are ways to kind of finagle your way and get there quick and get that fast money so i like that yeah well and that reminds me of the hot wheels game that we played today correct right you know where where you this it was an arcade hot wheels game and you had to collect coins so it wasn't Mm -hmm. about coming in first first in in in, in a sense of i'm going to beat you over the finish line first but just who could take the best course to to grab the most coins yeah i like those types of games where they flip the script and give you something different you're right that's an that's an awesome pool. So Crazy Taxi for me then, and, and then they brought that to console. Yeah, oh yeah. Which yeah. was great to be able to experience that after. And then they kind of did it. There was a Simpsons spinoff too, Simpsons Road Rage. Uh, <laughs> Simpsons uh, Hit and Run, wasn't it? Hit and Run, yeah. yeah. Hit and okay, run. okay, yeah, either way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I played both of those on console, but the only reason I liked those was because I had played Crazy Taxi in the arcade to begin with. Yeah. Uh, so that awesome one, soundtrack. you know. Uh, uh, Offspring, come Offspring, on. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe the Pizza Hut and the KFC in there. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Branded. Back when licensing wasn't so hard to come yeah, by, yeah. like, <laughs> like and, yeah, whatever. And then this one is kind of a one-off. It's kind of interesting because I loved. I had never seen a game with that type of of arcade control experience. We talked about joysticks and stuff earlier a little yeah. bit. This it was this golfing game where you had to spin the ball. Oh, yeah, oh, like golden tee, golden tee, golden, golden tee. Yeah, yeah. There you go, yeah. and you could you could hook it, you could fade it, and it was all about how you spun yeah. the ball. And I thought there was something very stimulating about how you played that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how well you actually played yeah. did, people just wanted to go up and spin that ball. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and it, that, to me, was a really unique arcade experience. Not so much the game itself, but like the the way you played the game yeah. in the arcade. You didn't get that anywhere else. Yeah. So I think those two, from a unique standpoint, really like 
opened my eyes to there being a different way to physically play games than just with a controller or with a joystick and buttons. Yeah. yeah. Asphalt did that for me today when we played Asphalt. And you were like, you got to buckle up. And I was like, what? And then <laughs> we went yeah, into yeah, yeah. an comfortable experience. Yeah. yeah. And I went, for the, I, I went for the crazy because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want this thing to jostle around. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did. I wasn't buckled up at first. And there was a little thing on the screen that said, like, for a more enjoyable experience, buckle up. So the first, like, half of the race, I wasn't buckled and nothing was happening. And then halfway through, I just, like, buckled in, like, mid-drift and just, like, <laughs> hang to the side. Like. That was that multi-car fold-up. Yeah, it was wild. Safety first. Yeah. yeah they try to tell you that. What's the yeah. beauty about this conversation, what we've seen so far, is that we've all had similar but yet different there was something in an arcade that we all resonated with that was different but also similar mm-hmm. things so that's the beauty right is you yeah. there's there, there's always something for everybody mm-hmm. yeah i think anytime you go past an arcade you know nick mentioned this before and it's kind of just that that uh almost the window appeal right like mm-hmm. when you first pat what are the most you know, prominent games that you see when you pass an arcade, and DDR was always at the front. Yeah, it was yeah, especially yeah, if you were like on the boardwalk at some place like Ocean City yeah. or you know New Jersey or even mm-hmm. Santa Cruz, and there's an arcade there. If there was a DDR machine, it always drew a crowd. Yeah. You know, and they even had things like they had. Remember the drum machine? There's of a course. Dr- yeah, there's yeah. an actual drum machine where you can play mm-hmm. drums. And me being a drummer, uh, you know. A, as well, I, I just naturally would go in and start playing. And anytime there's a musician, you know, or, or somebody doing something to music, it becomes really special uh, and instantly draws a crowd. So uh, I hope that we can get that this uh, this yeah. uh, trip because it's, still it's around. It's, yeah, the, yeah, the drum machine. You might. Be or, well, I'm, I'm talking definitely DDR. Oh, definitely I'd like, DDR. like to see you on. That's there. still a thing. They're still making new entries yeah. in that series. Yeah. Um, that yeah, you know, it's it's great. A lot of what you were just talking about, Bruno, um, we discussed in our two-part uh, page, our, uh, Patreon series, yeah. right, the QTB Nostalgia Vault, one episode I did with you, Brad, and the other I did with you, um, talking about arcade games. So what better way to, to transition here than to thank oh. our Patreon supporters? Press the button. Wait. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Come on. There we go. Yes. Okay. I'll add I'll add the jingle in post because we, we don't have the, <laughs> the the 70s game show music. It just doesn't have the same the same zing, the same pep. Yeah, no. Okay. I, yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay, you know. But I'll tell you, thank you so much to our QTB uh, Patreon in Fuego supporters, Epic Capture Productions, Matt.bat, Alexa, and our newest in Fuego supporter, Josh. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, and our QTB Plus supporters, Nick Nick, the Dudist Monk, Indie Gamiacs, Alan Abadessa, Mr. Grove Games, the Intergalactic Pinecone, and Fluffy Bunny. Uh, guys, if you want to support uh, the QTB network directly um, and, and support our vision of positive and inclusive gaming, uh, the Patreon really is the best way to do it um, because we just get more of a percentage of what you send there than pretty much any other platform. Uh, tiers start as low as $2 per month. At that $2 tier, you're going to get access to our entire backlog of the QTB Nostalgia Vault. We've got, like, what, over a year's worth of content, and then some. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, talking about the food, games, movies, books of the 90s and 2000s. We take a look back and look at our favorites, and we get the favorites as well from our viewers, so they get to kind of contribute to the conversation in that way. Then at the $5 tier, you get the sticker, you get the shout-out on every episode, then the $20 tier, that's the QTB and Fuego, you get exclusive fire. merch. And Fuego means on fire, for those of you that didn't know. Sure. you know He's on fire! You know? And yeah, you can say, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I'm in Fuego. 
you know? <laughs> Maybe that's the t-shirt we need to get. He's on fire! <laughs> exactly. Um, you get exclusive merch there that you cannot get anywhere else. Like, we're talking t-shirts, tote bags, mugs, and a whole lot more. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you all so much. Patreon.com slash build. The link to that is going to be in our show notes or description. Now, for our final segment here, guys, I thought one thing that we should kind of separate from the other games is uh, like light gun style games. There's so well, many Bruno great that shooters. Yeah, I did, yeah. He kind of teased it. I was yeah. like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He said time crisis. I was like, oh, we, yep. got, we got to have a talk. Yeah, so that's going to be it. We're going to talk about our arcade uh, shooter goats. Okay. Yeah. yeah so uh, we went over here uh, first for the last shoot a round. Goat? <laughs> well. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you. <laughs> I don't know if you've played Goat Simulator, Brad, but goats are kind of kind of jerks. Yeah, okay. I got, uh, Goat Simulator was so intense that they skipped over the second Goat Simulator the and went straight to three. Straight to three. That's that. how intense it is. That's what's good. That's why. That's why we haven't had a World War Three yet. Mm-hmm. That's good. We're, it's going to skip over three and go straight to four. Whoa. Whoa. I know. I know. Deep conversation, but these yeah. are facts, people. This is the one thing that we. Don't want to hear from Bruno Stradamus. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if there's a war that breaks out in the next couple weeks, I'm, you can blame him. Uh, yeah. Hey, well, yeah. we know it's it's not going to be um, a war for. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be water world. It's gonna be the war for water. I was yeah. gonna. I was gonna come up for something like a war for like <laughs> as long as triscuits. Because mm. yeah, those aren't that great. Around, Could we'll be. be okay. Or or like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't fight for those. Yeah, I wouldn't fight for triscuits. No. Jesus, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But maybe. kind of <laughs> circling back <laughs> bring, here. Bring us in here, Brad. Uh, yeah. Light gun goat. The goat yeah. of light gun games. I want to kick it over to our special guest, okay. Ryan. First. Okay. Uh, I want to see if you can tee us off here. Can you can you name off your in your opinion what you think is the goat in yeah. terms of light gun games? Mine. It actually wasn't on the little like teaser list you had, but it's a uh, alien extermination. Ooh, that one's a good one. solid. Yeah. I feel like it's actually winnable. Like you okay. kind of mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. like some of them literally impossible. Yeah. Like yeah. you get past one level and I don't know. It's just, I feel like that was the one that was like in the arcade by my house growing up. So mm-hmm. it's probably a bit of a nostalgia thing. Like yeah. we didn't really have time crisis and stuff like that. Um, we did, but it was like the dusty one in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Alien no fire. Yeah. Right. It was like the shiny new thing. Um, yeah, I just think it's solid. Like, it's a good game. I, I remember playing that, yeah. And there were a lot of Aliens games that came out. Um, they had like a, like a regular arcade-style game that was almost like a... Like a Contra style, like you know, you're, you're you're moving left and right, and there's stuff in the background that you can shoot. Yeah. Um. But that that was a good one too. That was a, it was like a rifle that you had though. Right? Yeah, it was almost like a like a minigun type looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very unique weaponry. Okay. That's, that's a- attached to the machine, so you couldn't like right. lift it up. And yeah. that was a difference, right? You had some mm-hmm. that you let you you know actually pick up and shoot the weapon, and others that are like, no, you're gonna stay. Yeah. Right yeah. here. Yeah. Um, okay, that's a good one. Uh, why don't we why don't we keep things moving, Bruno? What's your uh, what's your goat? Now I know you're thinking I'm going to say Time Crisis because I always mention Time Crisis, and I feel like Time Crisis has its own bravado because there's been five of them. Yeah. Like you know, like it's it's a ve- and for those who have never played it, it's a very straightforward shooter. Um, it's most always better as a co op. 
but there is a pedal that you can go in and out of cover. Mm -hmm. And if you double tap it now, you can also uh, switch positions. So you can uh, move to a different position and whatnot, which is also pretty cool. But uh, I'm going to say, and I'm not, I never remember the name and I'm going to need your help on it. Okay. I think it's silent scope. It is. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Silent Scope is one of those games as well. Now, the reason I like Time Crisis is because it has that pedal aspect, but Silent Scope was also very interesting. And if you don't remember that one, that was the sniper game Mm -hmm. where you had the actual screen that everyone could see, and then there was an, uh, an LCD screen inside the sniper rifle and you could look Mm -hmm. in there and actually see your target from in there and you would basically it was like a rail shooter you'd go on like a helicopter or something you'd have to take out you know so many people and Mm -hmm. that one to me was always just really unique and a lot of fun that's another one that if i see i'm like gotta play that gotta play that one um but i i think between time crisis and and um silent scope those are two of my favorite. Now, I did play the Halo Fire Team. Yeah. Right? I did play that one. I sat and played the entire thing from start to finish. And uh, it was it was good. There were, there were some levels that were a little bit better where you had the tank and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's Halo in general. Yeah. You know, whenever you've got the tank levels, it's better. But you're right. You know, Ryan mentioned something about having the freedom to move the gun around, like in Time Crisis, versus mm-hmm. something that is static and stationary, right. where you kind of have to. It's mo- built into the yeah. Like, unit. Yeah. Yeah, and so for me, I, they both have different experiences, right? right? The Halo, the Halo one, I could sit down and enjoy. I couldn't do a whole playthrough of the Time Crisis. You got to sit awkwardly and yeah. then switch yeah. hands, and Tap you're like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Brad, what is your one of your favorites now we've got we've, we've ran the gamut here i've got one that's not on uh, one that we haven't talked about okay yet. crisis zone okay oh, it's a spin-off of time crisis yeah so yeah. it's a spin-off and you get the machine gun yes. instead of the oh, pistol yes yeah. and that one's got freedom of movement as well and you gotta use the foot pedal to yeah move. i remember that so one yeah you got the, the riot shield yes yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's, how, that's yep. how you took cover yes yeah so that one was one because we didn't always have a time crisis, but then cri- that that came out, and that was cool because you felt like you were you had movement, you could pedal, you could use like you said the shield, and the and the and the submachine gun was always the go to in it time was crisis. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Like if you played time crisis, you always either wanted the the shotgun or the time or the uh, submachine gun, which came yeah, later. That so, was time crisis three. Yeah, time, yeah, they selection. started adding that, so and then it, yeah. it's technically an extension or a spinoff of one of the ones we've been talking about, but. Because, like it, it. because it had the other guns, it felt mm-hmm. like you were... It felt substance, substantive when you yeah. were holding it. Like, you felt like you were yeah. <laughs> yeah. really, like, yeah. holding something... It was hefty. It, yeah. it felt kind of semi-realistic. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and maybe that's some not to a it. good thing. Or a good, <laughs> yeah. Maybe in today's world, it's not a good thing. Yeah. But, like, you know, yeah. it, it, back then, it felt... It was, it was. I felt involved. Like, I felt like yeah. I was actively playing that and felt it felt realistic at the time as a kid yeah it never got a follow-up so i guess it wasn't as commercially successful but what i liked about that was that in time crisis when you're taking cover you don't know what's out there like you have an idea of what you left but as soon as you pop back up and it happens all the time where you'll have like they'll send the one guy at you that like always hits mm-hmm. right and so like you, you know you you duck and reload and then pop back up and oh he shot again yeah right there yeah that but, was that moment i'm telling you about yeah. where, where it's there's nothing you can do. It's right. just like the game is like, nope, you're going to need to add some more quarters yeah. here in a little bit. <laughs> it's time to pay up, Johnny. 
Um, but what the, the game that I'm thinking of that, or rather, uh, a Crisis Zone, what I liked about it was that when you had the riot shield up, um, you could, still you could see, see through, through it, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. you, you knew exactly what you were going into whenever you decided to, to get back into play. So that was a very cool component. I'm glad you mentioned that. I forgot that game. My game is one that you may know about, but I, for whatever reason, I played it more than any other light gun game. It was on my PS2, but there were arcade versions. I'm thinking of Point Blank. So okay. Point Blank was essentially take Mario Party, but make it only shooting games. Uh-huh. That was Point Blank. And there were multiple entries uh. in that series. Um, and when I first got my... It's kind of uh, like Rabbids. Basically. Yeah, because yeah. they had a Rabbids machine at the at the New yeah. York, New York Arcade, but it wasn't plugged in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's a yeah. really interesting one. So um, I, I had seen it in an arcade before, but when I first got my light gun for my PS2, the games I got for it were the original Time Crisis, where you could not take cover. Yeah. Um, and then I got uh, Point Blank 2, I think it was called. The game is fantastic. Like, there's tons of games you can play. Um, they're really varied in how they're played. There was even, like, a campaign mode where you have to go through, like, this this haunted house mm. and, like, decide what direction you're going to go, and there's random encounters and things you have to overcome in, like, a final boss, depending on how well you did. I probably put a 100 hours plus into that game at home. Yeah. And then I saw it in the arcade and tried that. I'm like, oh, this is good, well, too. Yeah. That also had massive success in Japan. It was huge. Oh, it, it mm. felt like a Japanese game. Yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah. huge. Because it's also known I was just... Kind of right. Looking it up as you were talking right. about it, there, there it, it has it. There's it's also known as Gun Bullet. Okay, it's another name for it, and it was it's huge. It was huge in Japan. That was the Japanese yeah. translation yeah. for yes, it, obviously, yes, yes, like yes. point gun blank. Bullet. Um, Gun Bullet. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that that was my favorite, and I, I didn't even think about that until recently. Like, what was that one game? Like, oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. I like Point Blank, and yeah. it was multiplayer too. So. You could have uh, two players that were competing like in the same competition. It was the second highest grossing, best-selling video game in Japan on wow. the PlayStation in 1997. Wow. wow. So yeah. across all games mm-hmm. for the PlayStation, it was the that's saying highest. That's saying a lot, especially from an Eastern uh, demographic there, because that's not something that, you know, you would expect like a, you know, a, a Final Fantasy type RPG right. or something like that to take the top spot in mm-hmm. any type of uh, Japanese you know, well, it seems uh, like it was a pretty good game. strategy. We talked earlier about how games that were on like mobile going to arcade or vice versa, like one after the other, there seems to not be as much success. This seemed to launch multi-platform at the get-go, and mm-hmm. it had success across both in arcades and on on console. Yeah. I think that goes to show you that there that certain developers are very good at at towing the line of, of arcade experience and actual console experience because think about something like Turtles in Time. You know, where if you pick up the... And the best example of this is if you pick up the the new Cowabunga collection, mm-hmm. um, which is currently available on all consoles, it has the arcade version of Turtles in Time and the SNES version mm-hmm of Turtles in Time, and it's a different experience. There's more uh, coming at you in the arcade experience because they're trying to get you to to die and and add add more quarters to the game. So it it really is interesting whenever you get one of those games that can kind of cross that that threshold of, of good console experience and a good arcade experience because, you know, ultimately it would be amazing 
to take home one of these arcade games, right? Like it would be so fun to take home. But we all know that, you know, the you you'd play it how often, right? Like how, yeah. you know, you'd play it once, you know, maybe 15 minutes something I depending on what it is. For it. Yeah, unless it, unless of I mean, course it's a real. DDR machine, okay. yeah. which there's like tons of, you know, tons of different songs in there. I think about like uh Justin our right. QTV guy Justin has a DDR machine oh, at nice. home. Like, yeah, it has it, so. Mm-hmm. I have an honorable mention, too. Okay. And the only reason I didn't pick this is because I didn't know if it counted as yeah. a light gun game. But Buck Hunt? Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. One of my favorite games. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I always forget about it, but... You got the sexy well, ladies yeah. coming no, in there yeah. giving you the uh, thumbs up. But no, but like the, the customization, like for its time, we talk about games now that are really realistic. Like Bruno, you talk about F1 and how much customization there is on selecting tires and engine and all the parts. Mm-hmm. Buck Hunt, yeah. for its time, depending on where you were hunting, what mm-hmm. conditions, it gave you options to pick like what yeah. gun you were going to use or you could use a crossbow. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. I to- That totally qualifies. Yeah. And like, in in the town I went to for college, very small town, all we had was a bowling alley. That was the, the only game. game. I, I, feel like he's, I feel like he's talking about us because I, w- I went to Shepherd University oh, okay. and uh, it was a small college town and the only game they had in their bowling alley yep. was Big uh, Big right. Buck Hunter, I yeah. think. Yeah. Talking about yeah. goats, you went to Shepherd and University. Our like, yeah. mascot was the Ram. Speaking of that, you said Buck Hunt. What just played off my head? The OG of shooter or you know shooter guns, Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. Yes. 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 Which I have seen. No lie, I have seen a Duck Hunt arcade cabinet. They did make them. Yes, they did make them. Uh, It was one of those. Like the Nintendo did a couple arcade cabinets where they would basically send the NES and yeah. they would put arcade games on that and you could play it in an in, a, in an environment and I uh, I think it's actually in uh, in Concord. There is where it's at, Brad. There is is it Cusars? I, I don't know, we'll but there's it. it's like a it. comic book. It's maybe like a comic book shop or something like that. I found it, and I was like, I've never seen an arcade duck hunt game, and it was literally just a tube TV, you know, in yes. mm-hmm. a, a cabinet with yeah. the the uh, NES version. They're just mm-hmm. basically converted to an arcade experience. So. Uh, it's pretty crazy to see how far we've come with those. Uh, I definitely would love to have an arcade game uh, in in the house, but there's no room for it. I mean, yeah. that's it. Well, I mean, we were we were looking at the new Halo one today. That footprint of that huge, is huge. massive. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a that's a double one. So the, they do yeah. have they do have a, a, a two. A two seater one, which is which is a little smaller, but you know it, it goes to show you too that that companies are out there. Now I don't I, I we're gonna get started on Halo. Halo shouldn't have been shouldn't have been <laughs> I, developing. It shouldn't have been developing an arcade experience with how poor Halo Infinite is doing. But I do have to say, I do have to say that it is refreshing to see 
a big studio like that take a, a, a beloved series that we all know and kind of bring it into an arcade experience. It makes me wonder wow. what they could do with something like Gears of War. Who knew yeah. that it took? we have to bring Bruno all the way out to Vegas for him to take the high road? You know? It's <laughs> like, I mean, you, you got him in such a good mood. Yeah. You know? It's a relaxing day. Yeah. Yeah. The time in the arcade, and then you know what? Everything else seems to just not matter as much. No, I, you know, it, it, like I said, it is a very... It, the, the Halo Fire Team, if you haven't played it, it's a very, very good experience for a Halo game. Um, it, a Master Chief, if it makes an appearance in there, a cameo appearance to come in and help you at one point. Um, you can select any mission that you want so you don't have to play from the beginning yep. every time. Oh, cool. There's a lot that they did right with this arcade experience. And I, like I said, I think if we... If, if developers can find the time uh, amidst all the things they're doing to have an arcade experience like that, uh, I think it's going to change uh, just the 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 entire ecosystem in, well, it, in general. It's, it's a really interesting question to kind of think of it from the business side. Just yeah. kind of take. I'm going to take a, a little tangent here, and yeah. Ryan here maybe can give your insight. Obviously, with winner winner, you know, I would say. Years ago, developing games with a large footprint from a hardware standpoint probably is a, 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 a lot more operating capital, right? Because you've got to uh, replace sure. parts. But we're thinking about these AAA developers, how much money they're spending to develop a digital game. Yeah. You could argue that you could be spending that money to put out more f- like physical arcade versions of games with with that require that more, you know, that footprint of a presence of, of, of equipment. And it just seems like... You know, in today's world, with so much money being invested in these games that are being developed, it takes so long. You know, maybe a physical footprint games can are starting to make a comeback again. You know, like it. I, I we can only hope. You know, and I and I say that from a you know from a standpoint of someone who loves arcades, and and and, and I would assume you you have the same standpoint, oh, yeah. right, Ryan? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the big like decline of like those kind of games honestly came from the fact that people just stopped playing them like cuz if you think you go to you go to your arcade and it's going to cost you like a dollar every time to play like a light gun game mm-hmm. or you could play a game where you're going to get tickets back um right so people stopped playing them for a very yeah. long time yeah. but a lot of arcades are moving towards the model, and it's kind of the same one we have where you could just pay for time now mm-hmm. so like you get like a you buy an hour for like five bucks, so you can yeah. knock out as many as you can. Yeah, like oh, okay. And that's right. that's so yeah. One of the uh, I, there's a pinball museum. It's called it's called the Pinball Museum, Next Level Pinball, um, in Hillsboro, Oregon, and it's near where we live. And we've gone there. There's a twenty dollar cover charge mm-hmm. to get in. You can play all day. They have over five hundred machines in yeah. there. It, 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 it put New York to New York to shame sure. in terms of how many machines are there. It. And they're all all, you know, free play. You go up and press yeah. that's how I got to play yeah. uh Halo Fire team from mm-hmm. start to finish to be able to just say yes, exactly. continue. Yes, continue, right? You know, and, and get past those things. Those types of experiences I think are are where arcades can really make a comeback. And mm-hmm. I think that it's we're you know the pandemic unfortunately did a number on you know oh, arcades time. you know mm-hmm. you had even mentioned that as well yeah you know when we were doing the tour about how many claw machines just got left alone because mm-hmm. you know no one wanted them and now they've mm-hmm. been you know they've hit a revival and it, and in a way where 
anyone can play them. Yep. You know that to me, and I, and, you know, I, you've showed us what you're doing behind the scenes and what you where you hope to go with Winter Winter. And I got news for you guys: if you like arcades and you want that arcade experience, stay tuned to Winter Winter because they've got some things coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. They are trying to bring you the live arcade experience yeah. in a mobile app yeah. form, and that's what's awesome to me. And even more than just the arcades, I mean, the live trivia is already yeah. up up and running and it's a really unique experience because it's giving you know actual live mm-hmm. hosts a chance to interact with yeah. uh, with the viewers and create curated you know quiz style content yep. it's really cool I mean it's you know the app is it's uh, like a pub you know what I mean when yeah. you, you, you go to the local trivia night right, at, your, exactly. at your favorite place you know you've got that right that's the community mm-hmm. right like that's what's important and that's where you know arcades are really you know like we were talking about before being able to come up and just join in on a co-op game yeah. or you know I you know putting your quarter on the on the DDR machine to let them know I got next and I'm gonna crush your score. Mm-hmm. You know I know Nick did that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not that the confident. Passive aggressive yeah. look with the quarter set. It's like, <laughs> right. I'm coming. Just keep stacking them. Yeah. Pop, pop, pop the lock, I got you. But every other game, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how yeah. it plays out. What so. do you do now? Because you just use a card now? No. You just put your <laughs> put card, your card on, on the hat. <laughs> take your so card. So Nick plays yeah. pop, what is it called? Pop, pop the lock. Pop mm-hmm. the lock, and mm-hmm. then he pops locks and drops it on DDR. <laughs> Where's that? Where's that button? Hey, well, as the song goes, you dip it, you pop it, you twerk it, and then you stop it because it's time for us to wrap up this episode oh, of wow. the QTB podcast. Thank you, thank you. Um, listen, guys, it's been a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun here, and uh, by the time that this is already out, we'll uh, already be done with the week. But we got a lot more stuff coming up. Live streams of uh, a tour here at Winter Winter yep. that we're going to give, um, and I even got to do trivia one day. That was a lot of fun, and of yes. course the lives at the arcade. And we're going to be putting out content. Um, if you miss those lives, um, short form content of us hitting jackpots and us have the, the, the fun moments that we oh, had, yeah. um, like when Bruno clocked me in the face with a squishmallow. Um, that, uh, <laughs> oh, <a> <laughs> this one right here. We we're not friends. The s'mores, uh uh-uh. uh. I didn't um, throw that out. Heavy. I swear yeah. I just saw it. You don't have to tell <laughs> me, Ryan. <laughs> And let's give uh, speaking around. Let's give him one more big round of applause, yes. Ryan, for coming on the podcast. Thank yeah, you. Thank appreciate you. it. It's fun. Yeah, so. and so yeah. Well, uh, as always, to our viewers and listeners, uh, make sure to get on our website, quitthebuild.com. That's your one-stop shop for all things QTB. Get the merch. Check out the blog. Get that link at the bottom of the website to join our Discord, um, where a lot of stuff is happening now. All yeah. sorts of people. But the community really is growing at a at a, at a rapid pace. Um, I think our Discord has like tripled in size over the last wow. uh, just Thanks. month alone with our TikTok streaming, and it's great. Like I, you know, I hop in there and I see, oh, there's like three people playing Fall Guys, like at one of our voice <laughs> channels, like on their own. It's not like a scheduled nice. event. So you know that community of of positivity and like we keep saying, inclusivity yep. of you know no matter uh, how you express yourself, because gaming is a toxic space. Yeah. We you know we we talked about this many times on Quit the Build about um, just the you know it, it, it times change. But certain things about certain things don't, and yeah. that is that you know even in in modern days the the same Call of Duty you know lobbies are just like they were in the Wild West days <laughs> yep. of like Xbox Live. Yeah. Um, and so there's one thing that we've learned in our our many years of gaming is that if you want a community that is about being in one place and having the same mindset, it's not it's not based on a game. Some people say, yep. oh, this game is toxic or this game is really no. toxic. Yep. 
Every mm-hmm. game is toxic. Yep. You have to have a community that yep. has the same mindset because some people enjoy toxic gaming. Yep. But we're low sodium around these parts. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Watching the I say low. I didn't say no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I still get salty. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you know, I think just that that. <laughs> oh yeah, just a little salt bay right him, there. Ask him what he thinks about the PS5. Oh no! Oh no, god! Don't. <laughs> But you're right, you know, and that's what quit the build means. You know, it means to basically reset your mind and and come back it come back at it with a fresh attitude, maybe on a fresh server, you know, maybe circle the arcade and try out a different claw machine and then come back and boost your confidence. Anything like that will help you in the long run and help your mental uh, mental health. And yeah. honestly, at the end of the day, video games are meant to be fun. And I think when you stop having fun and you start stressing with video games, then it then it loses the value that you've put forth with yeah. it. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, that's what our community is all about. Be sure to check it out. Quitthebuild.com. We are going to end this episode the same way. Oh, oh, oh. I just got a quick plug. You got to get on our, our website, too. We got a great community page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Merch. The holidays are coming yeah. up. Get to quit the yes, build. Yes, we do. Christmas sweater. Get the sweater. It's there. Now's the time. We're in November. The holidays are fast approaching. So check out our website, all our socials. Check out the merch. I mean, represent. Show yeah. us off. Check out one of these shirts on yeah, there. We got, yeah, we, we got we, we got, got them the all teams, rocking right now. Teams fully equipped today. <laughs> yeah, we equi- we equipped the build. We did. Uh, I missed, I missed oh, today. that's a good line. <laughs> Equip the build. Hey, I like that. Write that one down. Yeah, that'll yeah. be a new shirt coming. But up. yes. How are we going to wrap it up, Bruno? The same way we always wrap it up, okay? And I'm going to call it out. For Nick, Brad, and Ryan, I'm Bruno. For Bruno, Brad, and Ryan, I'm Nick. And then Ryan says... For Nick, Brad, and Bruno, I'm Ryan? Yes! Yes! Build.